welcome to episode 003 of PSBD. I am here to answer a couple more questions that someone has sent in. Let's get right to it. First off, my opinion on the COVID situation, it sucks. All right, it sucks for all of us, but if we can band together, not do stupid things, we should be okay. So I think the whole toilet paper thing is settled. So thank fucking God for that. That is that in a nutshell. What else you want me to say? <laughs> it's one of those things. Um, thoughts on Khabib gonna, gonna fight next UFC? I don't know. If it happens, that's great. I hope so. Um, Khabib's a fantastic fighter. Um, man, he's, he's good. He's good. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm excited. Um, if he fights, I'll be certainly watching from home or something like that. So with those little things aside, the next question will be home workouts with no access to gyms. Right. A lot of people have covered this. A lot of fitness podcasts, a lot of fitness professionals have covered this. Okay. Here is my rough take on it. Make it easy for yourself. I separate it into categories, horizontal push, horizontal pull, vertical push, vertical pull, chuck some legs in there, chuck a hinge in there, maybe some core. You get those basic things, you'll get through and you'll maintain some semblance of fitness. Let's go through each category. I'm going to give you examples of each one. Go and do it. That's all I need to say. Horizontal push, number one. Push-ups. Incline push-ups, decline push-ups, push-ups off a box. You can push using a band. If you tie the band around you or you, you wrap the band around you or you tie it to a sturdy pole, you can do band pushes. You could do dumbbell bench if you have a dumbbell. If you have a car, go push it down the street. Just make sure someone's in the driver's seat, just to make sure. Get creative with it. These are the times where you need to be creative or you just buy all the gym equipment that you can. But you can get away with stuff like that, stuff at home. Horizontal pull. You can do chair rows. You could literally go at the bottom of a chair and pull yourself up to it. It's better than nothing. You find a horizontal pole, you find a horizontal pole and you can do inverted rows. So you're pulling your chest or you're pulling your chest to the bar. You could do dumbbell flies. Um, bent over dumbbell flies uh, with basically anything you can grab your hands on. Okay, you can use almost anything. You could lie down flat, face down, and you can lift up your arms. Again, holding a small weight. That'll get some of your back muscles working in that horizontal direction. It's not the best, but it's better than nothing. And then if you have typical barbell equipment, you can use barbell equipment, that's all good. Vertical push, handstand walkouts. Pike push-ups, handstand push-ups, shoulder press with insert anything in your hands. Make it happen. It doesn't have to be perfectly vertical, okay? In fact, sandbag overhead press is amazing. You can try play with that. One, le one hand overhead press with a sandbag, holy moly. That'll challenge you. Get creative. Don't be so rigid. 
vertical pull if you have access to a chin-up bar obviously. Chin-ups, pull-ups, any of those variations. Assisted pull-ups if you have bands. If you have bands you can tie it somewhere up top you can do even do some banded pull-downs. Legs, here we go. You got squat. You can do squats wider, you can do squats narrower, you can do lunges, you can do split squats, split squats off a chair, pistol squats, sideways or lateral squats, one leg squats, you can do bridges on your back for your hammies, one leg bridges, bridges off a chair so it's a bit higher, you could do Nordics if you have a partner, or you hook your legs under something, you could do leg curls on your back if you have two pieces of cardboard or furniture sliders underneath your feet so you can slide them back and forth when you're lifting up into, into the bridge position. Heaps of things you can do. In terms of hinge movements, basically if you have something you can pick up, you can pick it up. So you can get a suitcase, you can fill it with something, you could deadlift it, or you can pick it up. You could do good mornings with it. So you put the, something on your upper back in a sense. You could do one leg deadlifts. You could do split stance deadlifts or B stance deadlifts. The point is you need to improvise with what you got and if you want to get some more equipment feel free to do so. Don't forget you can use intensification techniques along with it. So you can do static holds, you can do rest pause, you can do slow tempo exercises so you can throw all those things in there and you will have something for you to do for the rest of this sucky COVID-19 period. Don't forget, if you haven't been running, you can run. Just ease into it. Basically, you are forced to do something different. Embrace the challenge. Go for it. All right, the final question is regards to, and it's pretty random, it's more sort of jiu-jitsu related, but spider guard versus butterfly guard in BJJ. I guess in terms of just overall general mechanics. So the easy thing to say is that spider guard typically needs a lot of hip flexion and knee extension so your hammies probably need to be fairly mobile um, you probably need a combination of active and passive flexibility so you've got to be able to pass someone's got to passively pull you up there but you've got to be able to get there yourself ideally um, so you typically would need to have one or both legs be fairly flexible um, with your hammies the more flexible you are the more you can get away with especially with a sport like BJJ this is in contrast to butterfly guard, which butterfly guard, in a sense where you're sitting sort of with your feet together, so to speak, and your knees are out, like you're doing a butterfly groin stretch. Pretty much how you do a butterfly groin stretch. So in terms of that movement, you need a lot more hip abduction and external rotation. So if you think about the spider guard, if you want to improve that, go do front splits. You want to do butterfly guard, go do side splits. That's the easy way but it's a lot more common it's a bit more complicated than that but it's a general idea don't forget you must consider the role of the spine your spine needs to be mobile obviously it needs to be strong as well but it needs to be mobile enough as well because you're going to be grabbing feet you're going to be reaching you're going to be bending sideways to grab your opponent's feet even your own feet even your own hands you're going to be bending and twisting a lot you need your spine to be very very mobile and flexible so if you're going to focus, focus on those things and you'll be right. Um, that's basically those questions in a nutshell. If you guys have any other questions, shoot. Other than that, go out there, get fit, get strong. Take your time if you haven't done it before. Just take your time. 
and build it up nice and slow. Okay? Peace out. If you've survived this long, thanks for listening. Now, don't go off into the sunset and blindly do what I may have said or recommended. Seek proper advice from qualified healthcare professionals. Like, comment, subscribe, or book in if you'd like us to assist.